Blog Talk Radio. December 2018, broadcasting you today from North Central, West Virginia. Before we get into the Word of God today, let's go to prayer. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, for one more opportunity to expound your Word, the truth of the universe, the only thing that's going to stand is your Word. Heaven and earth will pass. You said your Word by no means will ever, ever pass away. And Lord, you sent your Word in the form of a person, which is Jesus Christ, and you healed us. And Lord, it won't come back void, but it'll do that what you sent it to do. Lord, deal with every individual that hears this word today accordingly toward to the situation in their life. If they need salvation, Lord, save them. If they need healing, heal them. Deliverance, deliver them. Whatever needs to be done, because you know all things, and all things belong to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen and amen. I'm going to divert a little day from the book of Revelation. I kind of feel like we need to go to the book of Philippians. Chapter 4, Philippians chapter 4, Paul writing to the church at Philippi, these are very good words, he says, rejoice in the Lord, and he says, I say rejoice. Now man, human beings, are made up of a trinity, body, soul, and spirit. The complexity of man only God can understand. The mind of man only God can understand. Down through the ages, men have tried, which they have made strides. There's, you know, there's help from man through, through the, the medical field. I, I certainly believe in doctors. Luke was a doctor. But the depth of a man only God can understand. The Word of God says that. While picking a king for Israel, Samuel looked upon some of David's brothers and wondered why God's not picking this individual. And then he came upon David, who the, the word of God indicates he was smaller in stature. He didn't look like a king. He was a shepherd. <laughs> Something to say there. But the Lord spoke to Samuel and said, Samuel, you look on the outside, or man looks on the outside, but I, the Lord thy God, looks on the inside. The Bible declares the very hairs of our head are numbered. God knows you better than you know yourself. It's not popular to say this, but he formed you in your mother's womb. 
At the moment of conception, there is life. And man is made up of three parts. As God is a triune God, man is a triune uh, made up of body. That word is soma. And it can mean slaves or captives of our flesh and blood. It's the part of us because of the fall that is dying. It's when a man wants to die and then the judgment. That's why we get older. That's why our bodies hurt more. That's why physical problems stem up as we get older. And the soul, the word is puske, which is the part of a man that needs to be redeemed. Now, the body will be redeemed at the resurrection, but the soul needs to be redeemed or saved, is the term. Born again now. Jesus told Nicodemus, you are a teacher of Israel, but yeah, you, you don't understand this concept of being born again. He says, I tell you that you don't have to go back into your mother's womb, but you must be born from above, and the only way we are born from above is accepting Jesus Christ. So the soul is the part that needs to be redeemed. And the third part of man is the spirit, the spirit man. It's the part that wages war against the body and the soul. It's the part of us that really wants to do right. As Paul said, the things I want to do, I don't do. And the things I don't want to do, I do. And he said, O wretched man that I am, who shall deliver me from this body of death? Spirit is pneuma. We'll get the word pneumatic or air, a current of air that is breath. It is the the part of us that when God hovered over Adam and reached down and breathed the breath of life into this man made of red clay. Adam means red clay. And the spirit is the part that communes with God. But the Bible said he's a lover of the part of us that's unredeemed. He's a lover of our soul. So body, soul, and spirit. We'll leave that there for now. And go over to Philippians. We're going to go to Philippians chapter 3, verse 12. And Paul said, not as though I've already obtained. And they said, I'm not quite there yet. Either we're already perfect, but I follow after if that I may be apprehended, that for which also I am apprehended of Christ Jesus, or taken in, or I am a bond servant, or I have completely relinquished my life unto him. I've given myself as a living sacrifice, holy and acceptable for God, which is our reasonable service. And we're going to talk today about the titles Rejoice in the Lord, but it's talking about the peace of a man. P-E-A-C-E, the at-oneness, the calmness, the quietness that every man desires, a peace, a peace. We're going to talk about that from a biblical view, which is actually the only view that means anything anyhow. (laughs) I know that uh, doesn't sound right to a lot of people, but that's a fact. The one road that we travel is this gospel road, and the gospel is the answer for every problem of man. Every problem was addressed at the cross of Jesus Christ. So we're going to talk about peace. How does modern man, when I say man, I've said this a thousand times, I mean mankind, men, women, boys, and girls, in such a world that we live in, full of stress, full of chaos, 
full of uncertainty. We don't know what's going to happen tomorrow. There's threatenings. We live in an age of media. I was talking to my father yesterday. I said, sometimes it's good not to know things out of sight, out of mind. What you don't know won't hurt you. Knowledge is good. Yes, it's important, especially in in the, the realm of learning of God and learning of Jesus Christ. But we live in the media where we are flooded and bombarded. We carry these little computers called smartphones, and they will, how many times a day can you count that they, they ding or ring, or whatever, and there's always something comes on there, some alert, some problem, some situation, some, some weather problem, something going around the world, war, famine, pestilence. I mean, we're living in that age, and we live in the age of media, 24-hour news networks. And just to be honest with you, what I see, an observation, is that a lot of this news so-called, I believe, just stirs up individuals. And, and we need to know news. We need to know what's going around about us. But the Bible says in the book of Luke 21 that men's hearts will fail them for what they see coming on the face of the earth. It's not here yet. But it's just the apprehension. It's the dread of it, see, that causes the battles in our mind. The things we think about most of the time don't really ever happen. Bible calls them vain imaginations. Also, they are called fiery darts from the enemy, placing fear within our lives, in our minds, in our souls, or when our spirits become troubled. So Paul wrote to this church, and he said in verse 4, he says, Rejoice in the Lord. Always or always. And again, I say, rejoice. Rejoice in the Lord. He doesn't say to find joy in situations, circumstances, and in lifestyles, <clears throat> in social functions, and even even church. A lot of churches today, they have functions, but is God at the center of them? That's only for God to know. I don't know. Is there really true worship going on? The Bible says in the last days that many will have a form of godliness but deny the power thereof. And, and, we, and when we are entrenched in such a place, there's no help. There's just flesh and blood moving. Just man's ideas, man's intellect moving. Men's uh, uh, opinions, conjectures. But it says rejoice in the Lord or be of good cheer. Be of good cheer. Be happy. In John sixteen thirty three, Jesus said, These things I've spoken unto you, that you might have peace. In the world you shall have tribulation. But be of good cheer, or rejoice, for I, speaking of himself, have overcome the world, the world system. He's overcome the God of this world, Second Corinthians 4, 4, who blind the minds of the people. He accomplished this at the cross. You know, we read these scriptures, and sometimes we don't tell people, you know, we read what we ought to do, but see, we need to know the way to do them. Where's our faith at today? <clears throat> Are we rooted and grounded <clears throat> in what the old-time preachers called sound doctrine? Now, I know it makes a lot of people cringe, but I'm sorry, there's doctrine in the Bible. 
author, the doctrine of Jesus Christ being the main one. Romans 12, 12 says, rejoicing in hope, hoping anchor of the soul. Patient in tribulation. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. There's something we don't hear. Because patience work us what? Perseverance. Continuing instant in prayer. Paul says another part of the word of God, pray without ceasing. We're going to talk about a little bit about prayer. Today. How important is our prayer lives? One of the best movies I've saw here recently is the movie War Room, where the saint of God would gather in her prayer closet and would change, my Lord, change things around her by bombarding heaven with intercessory prayer. Oh, what needless pain we bear when we fail to take everything to God in prayer. In today's religious world, I would say, there's so much emphasis put on grace, and don't get me wrong, it's grace and nothing else. It's mercy and nothing else. Nothing we can do, work or do to be saved, but we must have a prayer life. A time of being alone with God. A time of pouring out your heart to God. The Holy Spirit, the Bible says, helps us to pray and helps our infirmity because we're baptizing his spirit. He helps us. See? He leads us and guides us in all of God's truth and all of God's righteousness. So he says, be patient tribulation and continue instant in prayer. In the book of Nehemiah, Nehemiah and Ezra and uh, the temple builders, Zerubbabel, told the people, said, then he said unto them, go your way, Nehemiah 8.10, go your way, eat the fat, drink the sweet, send the portions unto them for whom nothing is prepared. <laughs> for this day is holy unto the Lord, neither be ye sorry for the joy of the Lord. That's all caps. Jehovah, the joy of the Lord, the eternal, ever-existing God is your strength. Now, when you get the mindset today that everything's going to pass away except God's plans, that our footsteps are ordered of the Lord. But the things in this life are fading rapidly. <laughs> it's Christmas already. It just seemed like we just celebrated Christmas yesterday. The acceleration of time, in my opinion, is amazing. Amazing. He says, when you see these things come to pass, look up where your redemption draws. Now, he said, redeem the time for the days are evil. Take the time that you have to do what needs to be done according to to your soul according to your relationship with Jesus Christ he said in verse 5 Philippians 4 let your moderation be known unto all men why? because the Lord is at hand that word moderation means to be mild mannered, to be gentle to be patient wow a lot of people think that word means abstaining from something, it can let all things be done in moderation, abstaining. But here it means to be mild, to be gentle, to be patient. These are attributes that we can only receive from God. We can't be mild in ourselves. You know that. And we certainly, certainly can't be gentle in ourselves. And we certainly, certainly, certainly can't be patient in ourselves. Patience is a virtue. It's something that you can only receive from knowing Jesus Christ. It's an attribute of God, and he'll pass that attribute on to me and you if we yield ourselves, see. 
Bible says, don't yield your members unto unrighteousness, but yield your members to righteousness. See, a lot of this is a choice. Like I said, you know, we say these words, it's what you need to do, but how do you do it? Or you choose one thing. You choose, you're going to take this word, study it, show yourself approved, and then seek the power source by which you can do these things. Because nothing can be done in ourselves. All of these attributes, all the things we're talking about today come by the power that's given to me and you by the Holy Spirit when we put our faith in Jesus Christ and Him crucified. We can't do these things in ourselves. In James 5, 8, James wrote, said, Be ye also patient. Establish or establish your hearts. Listen. For the coming of the Lord draweth nigh. Now, when we say the coming of the Lord draweth, the Lord is at hand. It means he's at hand to judge and to punish. See, the next great event, we're, we, we, we are moving towards the great tribulation. We're moving towards Armageddon. We're moving towards a thousand-year reign. Every day that clicks off the calendar, we're closer to that, to, to that great day. What the Bible declares is the day of the Lord. That means when the Lord completely takes over everything, when he saves, he judges. He saves those that's called upon his name. He seals those that call upon his name. And he judges those that have rejected him. It's coming. And you're one of two today. You've either accepted him or rejected him. You can go to church and still reject him. You can sit in a pew. You can hold office. You can be behind a pulpit and still reject the truth of Jesus Christ. The Bible says a form of godliness, but denying the power thereof. Establish your hearts, for the Lord <clears throat> draweth nigh. In Titus 3, 2, it says, speak evil to no man. <laughs> oh, my, how we treat our fellow men. You know, just go on the highways and see the attitudes of people. It's what we call road rage. When traffic's bumper to bumper and somebody cuts you off. We're in a hurry because we left 10 minutes late. Come on. We don't have patience. This hits us all. Yeah. Somebody will pull out in front of you and go 20 mile an hour. What do you do? How do we handle that? Speak evil to no man. Listen, be no brawlers or fighters. He said, but gentle. This is an attribute. This is moderation. Showing all meekness. For the meek shall what? Inherit the earth unto all Men. Okay. Verse 6. Let's read Proverbs 16.3. No, I'm sorry to say that. I'm sorry. Verse 6. Be careful for nothing, but in everything by prayer. Everything by prayer. What I just write to you, or, or, or tell you in Romans 12, 12, continuing instant in prayer. Now, that word careful there means anxious, which is a word that also means anxiety. You hear that a lot today? Do, do we hear that probably all of us have suffered this, 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 this anxiety, more of us to a greater degree than some? Anxious? And anxiety starts in the mind, okay? 
It starts with a fiery dart from the enemy. And it mostly starts with a what-if situation. And the enemy, in his way that he, he beguiles people, and his wiles, the Bible says, beware of the wiles of the devil, will set up a scenario in your mind that it's no more real than what we call the man in the moon. But yet in your mind, it's real. And it's very, very real. It's affecting your nervous system. It's affecting your pulse rate. It's affecting your heart rate. It's affecting your stomach, your blood pressure. Now, this is just truth today. I know this. I've experienced this stuff. Because of anxiety. Anxiety. Remember, I I just read to you, not as though I already obtained. (laughs) See, all of us are working on this. Putting our a greater measure of our faith, that God may increase the measure of our faith. We might stand in this wicked and ferocious and chaotic day. When the spirit of the Antichrist is so moving in the world today that everything is prone against Christ. Christmas time, it's time to attack Christmas. Take the crosses off the trees, take the candy canes off the shelves. How ridiculous. It's just they don't like Jesus. Men and women today are enemies of the cross. To the Jews, they said foolishness. To the Greeks, they, uh, or to the Greeks, to the Jews, a stumbling block. They, they stumble over the cross. They don't want to deal with the cross because at the cross is where we meet Jesus Christ. At the cross is where we come in contact and, and realize that we are a sinner. And he's saved by Grace. So he says, don't take thought. In other words, don't let your mind overwhelm you. We're going to talk about how he says to do this today. And it's all, listen, this is power that we receive from the Holy Ghost. For I will give you power or dunamis, explosive power over all power of the devil. That's what he said. To those of us that believe on the Son of God, we have the power to become the sons of God. Be careful. Don't take thought. Quit worrying about the unreality of what's going on in your mind. This I know. I know. It's a battle. It's the warfare in your mind. It becomes a private war to a lot of people. They don't want to admit, especially Christians, we don't admit we're battling in our minds, but yet the Bible strictly teaches the warfare starts in our mind. When the enemy comes like a flood, he'll raise up a standard, and he starts in the mind. Fiery darts, flooding our mind with insecurities, with lies. Fear is a liar, as the song says. The devil is a liar, and he will believe a lie and be damned. So Paul outlines here what we need to do. And listen to me. It's not going to come. This is, you know, we, we, we practice repetition. I've heard it said, I believe it's the mother of learning. The more we know the Word of God, repeat the Word of God, get the Word of God, recite the Word of God, get it down inside our spirit, then it becomes alive. 
And it combats all these things, see? Because we no longer believe the lies of the enemy, but we believe the truth of God. He says in Proverbs 16, 3, commit thy works unto the Lord. All caps, Jehovah. And thy thoughts shall be established. Very simple sentence. Solomon said, commit thy works or thy ways unto the Lord, and thy thoughts shall be established. Your thought life will be better. Remember I said anxiety starts in the mind. It affects us. You know it does. You know. If you never suffered it, you have no idea. That's a horrible, horrible thing. And many Christians today are living under the heavy hand of anxiety. And I'm going to read you on time. I, as though I've already obtained, because I haven't. <laughs> okay. It's a, it's it. it it's a weapon that Satan uses against us. But the weapons of our warfare are not carnal, but they are mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Fear fear can be good. It's a, it's a fight or flight thing, see. You know what to do. If people don't have any fear, something wrong. But an an overzealous fear, an overreacting fear, and that fear that's out of control. That's not God's will. This is anxiety. And it starts in your thought life, in my thought life. Whatever man thinks, so is he. I'm not preaching down to you. I'm on the same level as you. Believe you me. We need this today. We all need help in this area, I would say, whether you want to admit or whether you don't. Jesus said in Matthew 6, beginning verse 25, Therefore I say unto you, take no thought of your life. <laughs> wow. What you shall eat, what you shall drink, get for your body, what you shall put on, is not the life more than meat and the body more than raiment? <laughs> so what he says in verse 26, Behold the fowls of the air, for they sow not, neither do they reap nor gather into barns. Yet your heavenly Father feedeth them. Are ye not much better than they? Are we created a little, a little higher than the birds and the beasts? Yes. According to Genesis, we are. Okay. Which of you, by taking thought or worrying, can add one cubit into your stature? Verse 28. And why take you thought of raiment? Consider the lilies of the field, how they grow. They toil not, neither do they spin. And yet I say unto you, even Solomon in all his glory was not arrayed like one of these. Verse 30, wherefore, if God so clothed the grass of the field, which is which today is and tomorrow is cast into the oven, shall he not much more clothe you? That's what Jesus said. Oh, ye of little faith? That's a question. Do you have little faith or do you have great faith? For without faith, it's impossible to believe to to please God. You must believe that He is, and He is a rewarder of those that diligently seek Him. Verse thirty-one. Therefore, take no thought. There's a word thought again. Mind what you shall eat, what you shall drink, wherewith shall you be clothed. The Bible says He'll meet all of our needs according to His riches in glory. Verse thirty-two. After. After all these things do the Gentiles seek what the world system there. People working 60, 70 hours a week to, to build a portfolio. 
that they might be secure financially when something could happen today and the plug could be pulled on. I'm just saying that that our security and our peace are not in the ways of this world. Okay. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things, but seek ye first, verse 33, underlines your Bible, but seek ye first the kingdom of God. This is a, a refrigerator scripture. <laughs> but seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for morrow, for morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient unto day is the evil thereof. But he says, be careful for nothing and everything by prayer and supplication. Prayer and supplication. The word supplication means to bring a petition before. To bring a petition before. Hebrews chapter 4, verse 15. For we have not a high priest which cannot be touched with the feeling of our infirmities, but was in all points tempted like as we are yet without sin. Let us therefore come boldly into the throne of grace that we may obtain mercy and find grace to help in time of need. We have the right because of the blood of Jesus Christ to bring our supplications, our petitions, our prayers before an almighty God into the holy of holies in our time of need and we shall obtain mercy and find grace. That's a promise. Standing on the promises of God. Ephesians 6.18, praying always with all prayer and supplication in the Spirit, and watching thereunto with all perseverance and supplication for all saints. Pray and watch, pray and watch, pray and watch, pray and watch, for the days are evil. Pray and watch. <clears throat> for we're in perilous times. <clears throat> Philippians 4, verse 7. And the peace of God, now I want to underline that, peace of God. People seek peace in other realms, but there's only peace. There's only real peace. The song says, the only real peace that I have, Lord, is in you. The song says, I, I can't even walk, my Lord, without you holding my hand. The peace of God with passeth all understanding, listen, that passeth all understanding, that goes beyond the natural into the supernatural shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. This is a promise. Paul was inspired when he wrote these words at the peace of God. If you're praying and supplicating and thanking God and been trying to do your best to be moderate before men, the peace of God with passive all understanding shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus. But we've got to press towards the high mark of the high calling. As saying with Philippians 3, 14, I press towards the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. That's our source. For he is the, 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 the fountain of living waters. Behold, I come to give you life and to give you life more abundantly. Just not existence. I don't believe God just wants us to exist. I'm not taking away from the warfare because I know there's a battle. Dear God, I know there's a battle. There's a warfare in all of our lives today. People don't enjoy the holidays because of the stress of it. Run here, do this, buy that, buy this. 
respected. Yeah, that party, party, getting you on and on and on and on and on. Where's the peace in that? We we, we sing peace on earth, we will to man, but yet we're we're running to and fro. <laughs> Come on, no time for our minds to rest, our bodies to rest. Whew. Where's the stop? Huh? It's like we're in this centrifuge. Like there's, uh, when I was a kid, they uh, I, can't, I can't remember. I can't remember the, the name of the ride, but the floor would drop out and gravity would hold you against the wall. You know, you were pinned there. You know, you was at, you was at the mercy of that thing spinning. And that's just the way we are. We're 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 at the mercy of 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 the world system, and you know, we sometimes got to get out of it. Take our time for prayer, supplication, mm. clean our prayer cloth. Like I said, that movie War War Room. For these things come, except will not come except to be through prayer and fasting, the Bible says. It's, it's what Jesus told his disciples. Things, some things don't happen unless you pray and fast. That word peace there means to set it one again, to be quiet, to have a quiet spirit. Passive means to be taken to another level, like I said, beyond the natural into the supernatural. This, this can only be accomplished in the supernatural power of God, not in our natural mind. We we can't manufacture peace. Peace comes from God. Peace comes from God, true peace. Now, there's artificial peace everywhere. There's counterfeits everywhere. You know, for a moment, somebody will take a drug, and their euphoria is wonderful, and they seek that next high, and the next high, and before you know, their body's being destroyed, their mind's being destroyed by these drugs, Pharma, pharmakeia, which is a form of witchcraft. Okay. And it says, which path of all understanding, or it goes beyond all human intellect. Is man smart? Yes, yes. But they'll never, 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 never be as smart as God. For my thoughts are not your thoughts, my ways are not your ways. Back in the book of Genesis around chapter 11, so we see Nimrod who tried to circumvent God. He thought he was smarter than God. He thought he would outsmart God. You don't outsmart God. He's God. He's sovereign. He's the I am, the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the ending. Treat him as such. Respect him as such. You'll never win a battle with God. Never. Never. He's never lost a battle or a war. So if you want that peace, the path of understanding, it goes into the supernatural. When Jesus died on the cross, yes, it was out there for people to see, but there was something supernaturally happened. The Bible says he put all powers and principalities to an open shame. And he says, shall keep your hearts, the center, your heart, the center, the middle, the centrifuge of your life, your mind, your emotions, your intellect, and minds through Christ Jesus. Hearts, the inner man, the minds, the outer man, the mind of the hearts, of, a, a, of course, physically is a, not that far apart. But not talking about that organ, that muscle that pumps blood, I'm talking about the core of a man, the core, the center of a man that only God understands. You see? That God created breathe the breath of life in us. But we say we're kept through Christ Jesus. 
Proverbs 4.23, keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Put away from thee, verse 24, a froward mouth, perverse lips. Put far from thee, let thine eyes look right on. <laughs> let thine eyelids look straight before thee. Bring me back to when I was a child, we had horses. My, I was raised by my grandparents, and they didn't have a tractor. They had a team of horses. Maybe some of you can relate to that. And when we would plow, when we would take a, a, a horse down a, a what's called furrow, put blinders on that horse that they look straight ahead. It would behoove all of us to put blinders that we are looking straight towards Jesus Christ today. Don't look to the left, don't look to the right. Double mind a man's unstable in all of his ways, the Bible says. Proverbs four twenty six, ponder the path of thy feet. Watch where you're going. For the word is a lamp unto our feet. The word is our God. And let all thy ways be established. Turn not to the right hand nor to the left. Remove thy foot from evil. This is what Solomon wrote. Solomon wrote this, okay? Keep thy heart with all diligence, for out of it are the issues of life. Isaiah 26, verse 2. Open ye the gates that the righteous nation which keepeth the truth may enter in. Listen. Thou will keep him in perfect peace, whose mind is stayed on thee. Because he trusts in thee, trust ye in the Lord forever, for the Lord Jehovah, all caps, is everlasting strength. John fourteen twenty seven. Jesus said, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth. Listen, not as the world giveth. Underline that. Not as the world gives. Oh, they're out there. They've got it. They don't have it. Listen, the God of this world is not going to allow peace to be here until there's a restitution of all things. Until there is an erratic cleansing. This earth within itself will not go away but it certainly will be revamped and renewed according to the scriptures. Give unto you, he said, peace I leave with you, my peace I give unto you, not as the world giveth, give unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. You know what it goes on to say, my father's house, there are many mansions, my soul have told you that I go to prepare a place for you, that where I am, there ye may be also. Colossians 3.15, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. Let the peace of God rule. Rule, rule, rule. Who sits on the throne of your heart today? Where's your motivation come from? What's influencing you? This is a question we need to ask ourselves. What are we casting our eyes upon? The eye gate, the eye gate, the ear gate, the mouth gate. These are all all, uh, 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 entrances that things get into our lives. The mouth mostly is the tongue, which is the most unruly member, which spews out poison, the Bible says. And let the peace of God rule your heart, Colossians 3.15. To the which also ye are called in one body, but ye, and be ye thankful. What I read up there. Be careful for nothing, everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving. Verse 8, Philippians 4. Finally, brethren, tells us what to think on. And this takes practice, repetition. You've got to decide that you're going to allow the Holy Ghost to help you think on these things. God help us today. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, 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 for the truth shall set us free. Knowledge of that truth. Pilate stood 
two or three feet from Jesus and said, what is truth? Staring into the, staring into the eyes of the Son of God. Truth standing right in front of him. I didn't know it. Didn't know it. The Bible says in these last days, because men refuse to retain God in their knowledge, that God will allow the truth pass from them and send them a strong delusion. Embrace truth today because it will set you free. And truth is Jesus Christ. I am the way. I am the truth, the life. No man comes into the Father except it be through me. The Holy Ghost is called the spirit of truth. Okay. Finally, brethren, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are honest, Hmm. So is lying okay? No. Every liar shall have their place in the lake of fire. I didn't write the book. You can be forgiven for it, certainly. You know what? You, <laughs> what's, what's dangerous is men lie so much they start to believe their own lies. That is pure deception. That happens. Believe me, that happens. Okay. Whatsoever things are just, God's a just God. Whatsoever things are pure, he's a pure God. Whatsoever things are lovely, he's a lovely God. Whatsoever things are of a good report, if there be any virtue, if there be any praise, think on these things. As praise goes, the Bible says he gives us a garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness. Heaviness can bring anxiety, oppression, depression, mental pressure, claws. Digging into people's minds. Uh, God help us today. James 3.17 is all about wisdom in, in this chapter. Speaking, if any man lack wisdom, let him ask of God. He says in James 3.17, but the wisdom that is from above. <laughs> oh, my. What wisdom should we seek? The libraries of men? The words of men? Darwin? Theories? I would seek that which is proven. I would seek that which Thomas spoke about when he put his hands in the nail scars of Jesus Christ. And Jesus said, you felt, you've touched, you believe. But what about those that won't see and touch? We, we, we are to contend for the faith once given unto the saints. We walk by faith. We are justified by faith. We call those things that are not as though they were. We are faith people. The Bible says through it in Hebrews 11, we obtained a good report. James 3.17, but the wisdom that is from above is first pure. Listen. Seek those things. Set your affections on things above. Rather on things below. Seek ye first the kingdom of God, and all these other things shall be added unto you. But the wisdom that is from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, and easy to, in, to be entreated, tolerated, full of mercy and good fruits with partiality and without hypocrisy. Wow. This is pure wisdom, not the wisdom of man that's changeable, not theories, theories, theories. Well, theory, well, we need to learn through experience better than theory. Theory is good, don't get me wrong, but in all actuality, theories aren't really proven until they're experienced. Okay, <clears throat> verse 9, Philippians 4, those things which ye have both learned, Study shows you shall prove workmen needs not to be ashamed. And received and heard, things we've learned, we received and heard, and see in me do. Now, was Paul bragging? No. He was saying, I'll follow the word. He said, follow me as I follow Christ. He says, if I leave Christ, quit following me. 
If I don't give you the word, then leave me. Amen. And the God of peace shall be with you. First Thessalonians chapter 4, verses 1 through 8. Furthermore, then we beseech ye, brethren, that ye exhort you by the Lord Jesus, that as ye have received of us how you ought to walk and to please God, and you would abound more and more. For you know the commandments we gave you by the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, even your sanctification. Listen, or your separation. These are things he said to do. Abstain from fornication. Abstain from those that fornicate. <laughs> okay. That every one of you should know how to possess his vessel. For in this earthly vessel, we have a treasure, the Bible says. But treasure is the spirit of God. How to possess his vessel in sanctification, separation, and honor. Not in the lust of concupiscence, even as Gentiles which know not God sexual impurity that no man go beyond and defraud his brother this is being honest remember what we said to think upon in any matter because the Lord is the avenger of all such as we all so have forewarned ye and testified remember Paul was speaking in 2 Timothy about somebody had done him wrong the blacksmith or something and said God will reward him according to what he's done 1 Thessalonians 4 7 for God hath not called us to uncleanliness but unto holiness. For without holiness, no man shall see God. He therefore that despiseth, despiseth not man, but God who hath also given unto us his Holy Spirit. And all he spoke today is in the Spirit. This is how we obtain. Not by power, not by might, not our own works, not things we do, but by the Spirit of God. Our faith in Jesus Christ and him crucified and the spirit of God reciprocates in our life and moves in our life and brings to pass as we call those things that are not as though they were. These things cannot be obtained in the flesh. They can't not be obtained by doing penance. You can't crawl from room to room and try to please God. You please God by faith in Jesus Christ and his finished work, by not rejecting his love gift, by accepting Jesus Christ into your heart and into your life, then that's the beginning of all these things we talked about, the peace of God, the passive understanding. Mm. That'll keep our hearts and our minds. Be careful, he said. Be anxious for nothing. But in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known unto God. And we have that right, the book of Hebrews says, to go boldly before the throne of God because the middle wall of partition, the veil has been ripped from top to bottom, and the blood of Jesus Christ is on our lives. And when we walk into the, into the throne room, into the Holy of Holies, then the blood of Christ is seen and gives us access, my Lord. And he sees the blood. And our faith in that blood. And he reciprocates by giving these attributes. Understanding. Peace. 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 The path of all understanding. Supersedes the natural into the supernatural. Shall keep our hearts and our minds. And this applies for until Jesus comes. No matter what comes. When the enemy comes in like a flood. This peace shall raise up a standard. 
that you're rooted and grounded on that rock, which is Christ Jesus. On this rock I shall build my church, and the gates of hell will not prevail, he says. Do you know this Jesus today? He is the Prince of Peace. He's the one that can calm your fears. Well, your anxiety will subside. Your spirit will be quiet. I know this. Because he keeps. Not saying anxiety and these things won't come. Not saying fear won't try to attack you. Because it will. These things are going to try to destroy us. But our weapons are not carnal, but mighty through God and his sacrifice. And these things can be done through Jesus Christ. If you don't know him today, confess with your mouth and believe in your heart that God has raised us, that God has raised him from the dead. Call upon the name of the Lord, you shall be saved. Make a conscious decision to turn and go in another direction today. And he'll keep us and keep you and save you. You heal your body, touch your mind, deliver you. He's, he, he, he delivers. He's still delivering, still healing, still saving. Precious Heavenly Father, we thank you, Lord, today, what you've done, what you're going to do. We thank you for souls that's going to be saved, for bodies going to be healed, for minds that's going to be touched, for deliverances, Father, from addiction, whatever it might be. We ask all these things in the name of Jesus, we pray. Amen and amen. God bless till next time. This has been Truth in the Word with Pastor Jim Newsom on Christian Survival Radio. Our email address is truthintheword777 at gmail.com. May God bless each and every one of you. Keep looking up for Jesus is coming soon.